You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Tuesday, October the 13th. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Go to rockauto.com today. Thanks for tuning in today, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Lucas Smith. I'll be your host for the show. Today we're doing our continued evaluation of the positional breakdowns, our off-season evaluations, if you will, and we are... Kicking things off today with a little bit of third base, so that means we'll be talking about Carpenter, Edmund, and Miller. Those are the three main third basemen for the Redbirds. And then be sure to come back tomorrow for Wednesday's show as a host of STL Sports Central uh, on Twitter and Instagram will join the show as well. So be sure to tune in tomorrow. But let's get right into it. Third base was, I think at times, a struggle for St. Louis. Just like it seems like every offseason or every position was at one point or another was a struggle for the Redbirds. And third base was was no different. They had, technically speaking, they had four players play at third base this year. Carpenter, Edmund Miller, and also Max Schrock. But Max Schrock only had two games there, so I'm not going to worry about him too much. I'm going to start things off with, with the longest tenured of the three Cardinals here, Matt Carpenter. He had another down year. He's continued to regress ever since his... Uh, Ever since really his electric August 2018, he's been regressing ever since. Um, he's, he's a three-time All-Star, uh, Rookie of the Year. He was sixth in, in 2012 voting. He's had some decent years. Uh, I think 13 to 15, yeah, 13 to 16 was really were, were his peak years. Um, career 266 hitter, so that's not awful. But when you just when you look at his last couple years in 2018, his his slash line was 257, 374, 523. 897 OPS with a 143 OPS plus, so that's that's not bad. I feel like sometimes people give Carpenter a bad time overall, but 2018 was not a bad year. But you know, 2019 and 2020 have not been kind to Carpenter. Uh, slight regression in 2019 in terms of all of his statistical numbers, and then a huge drop in 2020. I get he only played he played in 50 games, it was a shortened season, uh, but he, he showed minimal to no sign of improvements. I feel like every year I hear, okay, here here comes Carpenter. He's been working on hitting the ball the other way. He, he's going to do better this year, and then he just he just simply doesn't. Um, and it's just unfortunate to see his war last year was negative point one. His wins above average was a negative a half this year. Uh, so it just it wasn't good. He only hit a buck eighty six on base percentage of three twenty five, which is respectable but super low for him. And what's abysmal to me is his slugging percentage three fourteen. That's not going to cut it from the third base position or the DH position, which uh, Carpenter also played a, a little bit this year. He he got to play fourteen games at the, at the DH position. And that's not going to cut it there either. Uh, and even his other position, first base, is usually a highly offensive position. Uh, that's not going to cut it either. Um, his OPS plus was 77 this year. So I just think that um, he's, he's got he's he's got to figure it out. I, I thought this year was make or break for him. Uh, he, he signed through next year uh, with the 2022 vesting option. Uh, so he'll be a free agent after that year. He, he just finished his age 34 season. So he's not getting any younger. And I, I just don't see him improving. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know how it could happen. But the Cardinals have got to get rid of Carpenter. 
it, it, it's time. He, his best jerseys are behind him, I think. You know, he used to be th- this high on base guy. I mean, from from his first year when he achieved rookie status in 2012 to 2018, his on base percentage was 377. And then in the last two years combined, in 2019 and 2020, his on base percentage has dropped to 332. Um, so it, it just hasn't been great for Carpenter in these last couple of years. I think his best offensive years are behind him, and he just needs to go. Carpenter has had some great moments as a Cardinal, especially in 13 and 14, the the postseason moments against the Dodgers. Um, and even uh, he had a home run on the Giants championship series in 2014. So, I mean, he's, he's had great moments. He, he, he has shown why he is deserving of extra chances and all these different things. But these last two years... Um, Last two years in 2017, he also had a down year in terms of average. Um, but really, these last two years have been a struggle for Carpenter. Uh, I think, and, he, and he's and even this year, he had some big moments. He had a grand slam uh, in Chicago. Had a couple other big hits for St. Louis throughout the year. Um, but at, at, at a certain point, big moments don't outweigh the failures at the plate, which is what Carpenter has been doing the last number of years. So I just think it's time for Carp to go. And it, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I just think it it, it, it needs to go uh, for Carpenter. So we'll move on from Carpenter for a hot second go to Tom Yemen. And based on war, Edmund was the fifth best player on the Cardinals team this year with .8 wins above replacement. Uh, he took a step back. I talked about it a little bit yesterday in the second base breakdown because Edmund did play a little bit of second base. Um, his 2020 positional breakdown, 13 games in right field, 8 in left field, 13 at shortstop, 8 at second, and 31 at third base. So most of his time was spent at the hot corner. Um, yeah, so I, I just think that uh, he took he, he did. He took a step back. There's no other way of putting it. Last year, he slashed 304, 350, 500, OPS of 850, OPS plus of 122. This year, he slashed 250, 317, 368, uh, OPS of 685, and an OPS plus of 87. But I like Edmund a lot. I like him because of his utility. And I think because he's able to play a bunch of different positions on the field, you don't really need him to hit 300 every year. If he hits anywhere between 270 to 280, that'll be a success because of what he brings you defensively, being able to play all those extra positions. Um, is he going to be a full-time outfielder in his career? Probably not. He's probably going to settle in at, at, a, at a middle infield position or, or a third base position. Um, but but at, this, at the same time, um, because of that uh, utility and because of being able to, to play multiple different positions... That adds value to him, so his 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 bat doesn't have as much pressure on it. Um, if 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 you ask me, and 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 it's because of that that I'm not going to be too harsh on Edmund. He definitely took a step back. He needs to be better next year. That's 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 obvious. Um, 55 games this year, drove in 26, hit five home runs, uh, struck out 48 times. Two, you know, I already already told you the numbers. Uh, but again, because of that utility and ability to play multiple positions on defense. I'm not as worried about Edmund, and I think Edmund will figure it out. I, I I like Edmund as a baseball player. I think he's like a more traditional baseball player. He's just like you know a solid guy all around. He can play multiple positions. He's a line drive hitter. Play a little defense. He can. He's a little bit. He's quick. He can steal a couple bags for you. So I like Tommy Edmund a lot. And then just to round out the overview of all the third basemen, we'll move on to to Brad Miller here. Uh, Brad Miller w- w- was a sneaky signing. That that's for sure. Uh, he signed a one-year deal for two million dollars. Uh, he's a free agent. Now, um, it'll be interesting to see if the Cardinals bring him back. He, he'll be 31 next season. Um, 
And he his, his overall numbers aren't great for St. Louis when you just look at the bare bones numbers. He hit 232, 357, 451 slugging, 807 OPS. I guess other than the and then the average, which is what our eyes tend to jump to. Other than the average, he had a great year. He had seven home runs, drove in 25, um, OPS plus of 120. He had some great, great moments for St. Louis, and he he really carried them for a stretch, especially coming right out of the COVID bright uh, COVID layoff. He really carried St. Louis. With big home run after big home run, he had a couple multi-home run games, big series against Chicago, a couple mammoth home runs against Cincinnati. So kind of like Carpenter, big moments throughout the year, and Brad Miller really was able to come through a lot of the times uh, when they needed him to. And, you know, what, what number that jumps up to me is, is really the OPS Plus was, was 120. And he, for his career, his OPS Plus was 103. So he's an above, slightly above average player uh, is Mr. Mr. Miller, and I, I think that the Cardinals should re-sign him. I think he's a good left-handed power bat off the bench uh, because without him, they don't really have one of those. And I think that, he, that I think that the Cardinals should bring him back. I, I really, I really do, be, be, just because of the moments. And did he struggle near the end of the year and in the postseason? Absolutely. I mean, I'm not one to say that he uh, he was perfect all year round, but he 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 was able to to get enough done and to play well enough that I, I would keep him in the lineup. And I would, I would, I would sign him back. Maybe not as a full-time DH, as a starter, depending on what you want to do with other positions in the off-season and what you want to sign and different things like that. But I would definitely bring him back. Hopefully, you get him to another team-friendly contract and you go from there. But so o- overall, the offensive numbers weren't astounding for St. Louis Cardinal third baseman. I mean, they weren't terrible by any means. Um, when, when you look at the overall numbers, um, they tell you a little bit more. And those numbers, like I said, the average is not going to jump out 216, but on base percentage, 348 slugging, 353, OPS of six of 700, and the OPS plus of 103. Uh, that wasn't necessarily the highest in terms of St. Louis Cardinal offenses, but it was good for, for third. The only ones above that number were their DH and their first base. So I think that the third base position provided some big moments for St. Louis this year, but definitely some room for improvement, and I'll be talking more about that. Uh, and just a bit before I get to the defensive side of things and kind of my overall grade and reaction, I do want to tell you about the incredible rockauto.com because we all have car troubles, and when we have car troubles, we want a quick, easy fix. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tear lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com You continue to talk about third baseman here. I do want to let you know for tomorrow's show. Uh, again, the host of STL Sports Central will be uh, on the show. He's got 20,000 followers across his platforms um, from, from Instagram and, and Twitter. So great insight on Cardinal Baseball. Super looking forward to talking to them. And be sure to reply to my tweet about if you have any questions and, and things like that. So uh, 
be sure to tune in tomorrow for a, a big guest. Um, but we finish up today's show talking about fielding percentages for, for third baseman. Their, their, their overall fielding stats weren't terrible. St. Louis, they were middle of the pack and, and fielding percentage at, at nine, uh, 98%. But third base... Um, Actually, let, let, let's wrap up the offense real quick. When you look at the, the team performances uh, based on a couple of different stats, OPS they they were twentieth in the league at at, at seven hundred. So that I mean that, that bottom of the bottom of the pack. When you look at batting average for for third base, like I talked about, it gets really low um, for for most of the positions, but especially third base, they were twenty fourth with just with, with just a two sixteen clip. Um, they. And what what gets me too is is the idea that the third base needs to be like a slugging position and that it needs to you know hit a lot of extra extra bases. So when you look at their slugging percentage, it was twenty fourth in the league at three fifty three. So all these numbers need to go up. I mean, yes, the the sabermetrics might might favor Carpenter and, and Miller a little bit with, with the OPS plus and different things like that. But offensively, I don't think there's any question that they need to they need to do better. And even defensively, because defensively they did not have a great year. When you look at, you know, when when you look at them defensively, there's no other way, way to put it. Matt Carpenter, as a third baseman this year, uh, had a defensive WAR at third base of of, of negative point one. Miller had negative point three at third base, whereas Edmund had a really good defensive WAR point point seven. That was um, fifth among all third basemen with at least a game there. Um, so, so that, that's impressive for, for Edmund, but beyond that, Carpenter and Miller did not have great defensive years at third base. Miller had an atrocious year at third base and really fielding in general for him what, what, what was, uh, was a difficult thing. So that, that's why he played most of his games, 32 of them at the DH position, but at, at third base, fielding percentage was a 78. He made five errors, uh, and, and, and 23 chances. His defensive run saved above average per 1,200 innings is negative 14. His range was negative 1.86. So just really bad numbers for Miller defensively. And I think that that, that plays a role in what my grade's going to be because I know that third base is an offensive offensive category, which is what which is what I talked about a lot with, with, with these three guys. But defensive is a big thing too, especially when you've got a team like the Cardinals who aren't going to score a lot of runs. you got to play good defense. And overall, the Cardinals are a very good defensive team when you look at the catcher, first base, catcher position, and even in, in center field. But third base was, was a bit of a, a struggle for St. Louis, to say the least. And Edmund played the best third base around, but if you wanted to get Carpenter in there, then you had to get him up. So it was tough to, get, to keep Edmund at third base alone. So... It was a tough defensive year, and offensively they were just about average at best when you look at their numbers, but I would say that they were overall below average. So it's because of the offensive struggles of of, of these guys. Yes, I know I talked about Carpenter and Miller had good moments. They had, they had big moments. They came through a couple of different times, but the overall numbers uh, offensively leads me to this grade for St. Louis third baseman and the lack of defensive prowess, the, the lack of defensive ability for two of these guys, leads me to put the Cardinals third baseman overall grade at a C-, and I think that, that, that that's fair. I think that it could be a little low. You could argue that you could argue for a C, but I don't think you could argue for much more than a C or C+, but I'm going to stick firm at a C- and say that they need to get better at the third base position, whether they put Edmund there full-time, they, they, they move Carpenter around, whatever they need to do, sign somebody, trade for Arenado, who knows? But whatever they do, they need to get better at the third base position because the, the combination of Carpenter, Evan, and Miller were just at or most likely below average, if you're asking me. And that's why my grade is a C- for 2023rd baseman. 
So that's my show today. Be sure to tune in tomorrow when I have the special guests of STL Sports Central on Twitter and Instagram on the show. Tweet me with your questions. Email the show locked on cards at gmail.com as well. As always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Stay safe. Stay well. Have a great day.